This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's BudPod185. 185, uh, uh, hmm. <laughs> 185, trust still alive somehow. Yes, yes, the cheese idiot clings on. Cheese pork markets ladies still in, still in power. I saw a tweet, Andrew Dawson, the comedy writer, the excellent comedy writer, pointed out that pigs have been at the centre of British political disaster and controversy for years now. There was um, Ed Miliband's bacon sandwich. Oh, yeah. David Cameron fucking a pig's head. A pig's head. Um, Peppa Pig world with Boris. Yes. And now the pork markets lady is likely to be the most disastrous prime minister in British history. That's interesting. And then also, of course, in Black Mirror, the prime minister and the pig. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that was just weird, especially when that came out. That, especially when that came out before the the pig fucking Just to be clear, I was, I was making a noise of disgust at you sipping that hot, audibly hot drink as opposed to the idea of fucking a pig. I'd rather I'd heard you fucking a pig. Well, the listener won't hear it because I'm... I'm nice enough to do it away from the microphone, but not away from the headphones I talk to you with. Yes, you, you're, you're living the, so that cyberpunk 2077 life where you've got magic uh, headphones. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, so it's all for you. It's all means for you. I get to hear try, every, every wet bubble. There, I just did it without slurping and burnt my lips in the process, so you're welcome. <laughs> all I want is for you to toughen up them lips. that's that's all i want just stick on the rubber lips just click click. (laughs) it's big like rubber lips yeah like those sweets yeah that's all i want is for you to have sort of terrifying cartoon plastic lips just for drinking hot drinks but yeah i've been glued to the news it's i'm covered in glue in, in news glue yeah i'm covered in news glue I, I all I do all day is listen to news podcasts about Liz Truss and and the economic disaster, and yeah, I love it. Yeah, this is really um, this has really got to you, hasn't it? I've I've watched you just just chowing down on hour after hour of 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 news analysis content. I think I just find it so fascinating and so. In a strange way, satisfying because this is the f- clearest and most inescapable uh, collision with the reality that the Brexit wing of the Tory Party have have experienced. Yeah, yeah. Well, you and I both I saw mean, that the the deputy editor of the Telegraph wrote a column about how this whole thing shows you that Brexit was silly and not a good idea broadly. Yeah, yeah, fundamentally, there's no such thing as pure sovereignty. 
sovereignty in an interconnected world. And this has proved that. I recommend, by the way, <clears throat> finding his tweet where he tweets like my latest column, you know, and then the link. Click on quote tweets and just enjoy this. <laughs> well, hate scroll, doom scroll, this avalanche of people who have like Charles the Second as their as their you know profile picture, mm. just going oh convenient establishment forgets the sabotage of the Ramona, <laughs> just this like tidal wave of gibberish, just mad. Yeah. True Brexit yeah. has never been tried. Stalin-esque madness. Oh yeah, I mean, this is where it's going to end up. Like in 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 my more naive moments, I think ah, this is the wake up moment for the uh, Brexit voters and Brexiteers. Yeah. Like they'll finally realize that this whole fantasy was a scam and was never going to work. But they're just going to go down the true Brexit hasn't been tried route, aren't they? I think so. I think so. I think the only reason they could ever deceive themselves was the idea that they. They hated Europe so much and and had this weird cultural antipathy towards Europeans generally so much and regulation that they just sort of thought, well, I presume that somewhere out there are some benevolent group of wealthy foreigners who will give us money. And mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. if that was true and it's not, that mindset is like pre-us remembering that China is horrible, pre-us remembering that Russia is horrible, pre-us remembering that America will bully you in a trade deal if it can because it can blah 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 i mean yeah the fact that some of the brexit people were like look at all this profitable trade we used to do with kenya up until something happened in the 50s who can say what it was yep i mean at this point i i'm actually and maybe i'm exposing my naivety again here but at this point i wouldn't be surprised if we're back in the customs union within a decade do you think i think yeah i mean it's just it just this is such this feels like such a wake up call. Maybe I'm over egging it a little, and maybe this is wishful thinking. But especially if especially if the Kirstarmer government is the next one in twenty twenty five, which seems pretty likely. Yes, it does seem likely. Um, it is funny to see all the polls yeah, that say that the Tories would end up with fucking like eleven MPs or something. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean this is almost certainly wishful thinking for me. But I feel like we're heading to you know, either re-entering the customs union and calling it something else, or trying to, you know, because this is just can't go on like this. Maybe they would. Maybe they would. Well, Phil, speaking of future trade opportunities, um, listeners, uh, especially if you are in or near London, you will soon have the opportunity to trade uh, some money with a, a venue t in order to see. <laughs> My comedy show. Um, this sounds like this. This sounds like one of them. My opening stories for the bonus yeah. part. That's the kind of that, that that level of struggle was like me doing an opening story for the bonus part. <laughs> a sort of stilted metaphor construction. Um, yes, that's right, Phil. Um, Soho Theatre run of my Edinburgh Fringe show. Why can't I just enjoy things? Is gonna be announced. Not today, because we're recording on Tuesday, the 18th of October, but on the day of release, the day you're hearing this, listeners, Wednesday, the 19th, it's going on sale, and it is from the 30th of January next year, all the way to the 4th of February, if that's the Saturday, he said, looking at his diary. Excellent. It is. 30th of January, 2023, to the 4th of February, 2023, uh, Soho Theatre. 7.30pm, be there or be not there.
In the deep late winter. In in the bleak midwinter. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah, laugh at Pierre. Laughing at Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> his je- his um, blazer of deepest crimson, chin covered in hair. <laughs> There we go. Uh, That's going to be yes, 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 the vibe. Yes. People cut in huge coats, bent double under the weight of inflation and cost of living crisis, shuffling into Soho Theatre basement for an hour of mm. hashtag laughs. Yeah, wearing sort of grey coats and flat caps. Yeah, that's a little the bit toes like, poking out of the shoes. Yeah, a Soviet bread queue or a... Uh, what's the guy who does the the northern guy who does the paintings? Lowry. Lowry painting. Um, <coughs> Thank you. Lowry, Lowry painting. Um, yes, 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 yes. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And if you can't make it, or if the tickets are too expensive, and they might well be, to to be more serious about cost of living, I suppose it will it will be online at some point. That is the plan. We're sorting that out. It might go on a tour, it but if you online. can, if you can afford it, it's n- it, do- it don't get better than life. It's great to be in that room. You got to be in that room, feeling them hot, hot laughter breaths on your neck. You know, absolutely. Um, I'm just seeing if I can find. Yes, okay. Depending on what day of the week you go, the tickets are sort of on average, sort of fifteen quid, which isn't too crazy at all. That's fine. That's fine. That's, I think that's very reasonable. I think it's reasonable. Um, it's hard, isn't it, to know what to charge, Phil? That's This is a thing that John Robbins was speaking about very well on the Rahalistaber podcast the other day. Um, oh, yeah? What did you say? Well, just the fact that, um, you know, especially at the fringe, as part of the kind of big arms race, comedians are charging less and less and less, whereas, you know, comedians' fees haven't really risen since the sort of 2004. So in reality... Mm. A lot of shows out there that are costing a fiver should cost a tenner, and that are costing a tenner should cost seventeen, and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, I believe I believe it's That's called inflation. a race to the bottom, which is not as sexy as it sounds. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's you know inflation is universal. Things cost more. The petrol in the car costs more to get to the gig. The food at the service station on the way back from the gig costs more. Uh, Red noses, yeah, big honky noses. You know those aren't free. Squirting flowers. Of course, Ukraine may produces sixty percent of uh, novelty spinning bow ties <laughs> in the world. So, <laughs> I like the idea of um, you know how in the Soviet Union they had towns that just did one thing. Oh, yeah. So they'd have like an, an entire city somewhere in the middle of nowhere in Russia that just made tires. Um, yeah, yeah. I like the idea of one of those, but for like... And it'd be called like Kravatga, uh, Kr- Kravatgrad or something like that. It'd be called the... <laughs> oh, the bow tie one. <laughs> yeah, Tigrad. Yeah, um, or like or like Chelnyabinsk Kravatworks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it would everyone in the town would work at the cravat works or or yeah or join the army or be sent to do a phd in sort of chemistry somewhere somewhere in the in the ussr yeah well this is it 
So Phil, you've been what's what's leapt out of you? You've been across this thing, trust and and the economics, as bad as at least as much as I've been obsessively across Ukraine like a like a maniac. So what's the t- what's the big headline? Did, oh. did you find anything that made you go, oh my god? Was there anything like that sort of dinner party trivia? Well, I mean, <laughs> dinner party trivia. I'm probably not across it as much as you are across Ukraine, just because you are across Ukraine, so. <laughs> Uh, so much. Yes, to the detriment of um, everything else. Yeah, well, I mean, just the the sort of the mad confidence of presenting a budget without passing it by the Office for Budget Responsibility, which always, who basically are the, the, the mathematicians who type it up and see if it makes sense mathematically. You know, quasi quoting and Lestrade just went, "Nah, we we won't do that. We trust our we trust our own maths." And they presented yeah. it, and the entire market went, "You haven't done your maths," and everything became expensive. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> the, what's astonishing to me is is how much two morons can cost everyone. I mean, they've cost. Even after, even now with the appointment of Jeremy Hunt and markets have stabilized a bit and interest rates have gone down a bit, they're still higher than before. Yeah. Um, the mini budget. Um, and that will cost th- people, thousands, millions of people, thousands of pounds a year. And it's completely avoidable. I mean, it's Brexit in a nutshell. A completely avoidable kick in your own balls. <laughs> it's just, it, it defies, defies logic. And... Also, I didn't realize just how much of what things cost based on how much markets and traders trust the UK as a country and as an institution. Because yeah. they now know the UK is a place where something mad like this can happen. It's going to cost more to borrow money because we're just a less trustworthy country. Yeah. And it's it's fascinating to me that to be untrustworthy is expensive. Yeah, that sounds like that's a good. That's a good. It's expensive to be untrustworthy. That's a nice little phrase. Yeah, and we've cost our we've Liz Trust and Quasi Carting have cost us all thousands of pounds by being thick. Yeah, and the the the, the, the traders so the traders in in London are calling the the difference now between <laughs> between um, the, the difference in cost of borrowing now between now and b- since before the mini budget the city's already calling it the moron premium <laughs> really yeah they're calling it the moron premium <laughs> <laughs> Phil unless your name is Arthur Moron you don't want anything named that after your <laughs> behavior or ideas yeah that is amazing yeah yeah it's a it's sort of um <laughs> There's a there's a thing called the, the the great man theory of history, which is sort of semi discredited now, or it's not fashionable anymore. Um, and that idea was that like crazy great charismatic individuals are what drive history, e.g. Napoleon, Hitler, etc. Um, sure. Whereas yeah. now it's more Genghis about like, fa- Charlemagne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas now it's more about like factors and like weather and like a, looking at things in a much more holistic mm. way. Events. Events, context, yeah. trends, both long mm. and short term. But mm. in terms of suddenly shitting an enormous bed, full points to 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 the big to the great man of th- history theory for trust and, and quarting. It, like you say, two really stupid people in crucial positions can just go <laughs> and just fucking throw <laughs> throw a tray of 
glasses on the floor just completely yeah i'm so imp- yeah, totally. i'm so impressed by the <clears throat> vandalism of it the yeah the vandalism and though they were allowed to do it or <laughs> able to do this yeah. i mean the, and the, the other extraordinary thing is you know have the conservative party just went okay we have to get jeremy hunt to do this because he's the only adult who can handle this and as i heard it was pointed out that it's essentially the move of a technocracy to yeah. go who is the person who can actually do this okay you're gonna to have to do it even though you haven't been you know you don't actually have you don't have a mandate but you have to go and do it because you're the only one who can do this quasi quarting <sighs> and Listrus are so shit they've turned britain into a technocracy by necessity yeah they everyone's had to everyone's finally had to ring dad yeah and yeah and oh yeah that's the other thing jeremy hunt was you know was meant to uh, announce the 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 revert the u-turn at the house of commons yesterday but they were so nervous about britain's financial state that he had to call lindsey hoyle and ask him if he could break the rules and announce it that morning because even a few more hours Ooh. of not announcing the u-turn was going to was would have could have you know, destroyed everyone's pensions. Oh my! They had to bring it back like four God. hours early. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's mad. It's really, really, really mad, and it's completely unprecedented. You know, it's I just um, pretty wild stuff. I just can't get love it. <laughs> I just can't get the image out of my head of someone just being handed a vase and immediately yeeting it into the floor. That's just all I can picture. <laughs> just a, okay. Now you hold this. Oh, thanks. Smashed without even thinking. Just amazing. To do it in two mm-hmm. weeks, two or three weeks, yeah. just, just, oh, you know, there's a level of like vandalism and 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 idiocy that is kind of breathtaking and impressive. It almost becomes art. Yeah. 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 Almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. Uh, uh, Terrorists could not have <laughs> done a more damaging job. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe that's maybe it's all a heist. It's like the taking of Pelham one, two, three, and it's all kind of connected with the stock market and stuff. It just looks like mad vandalism, but actually, there's some kind of. At this point, I wish I wish this trust was smart enough to be behind something like that. Maybe that's the other that's the other thing. Astonishing thing. I don't think Liz Trust is a bad person. I think she's fucking thick. <laughs> I don't think. I think she genuinely thought it was going to help. That's the most tragic thing about this. It's well, no, it's not the most tragic thing, but it's an extraordinary. It's like it's like Kwasi Kwarteng's like apparently very good book on the history of the British Empire and stuff and all his qualifications, but still he just walked in and just went and just pressed the big button immediately. <laughs> yeah, he just yeah. Maybe it's a case for well, you you make a good point of they've only ever been in power Kwasi Kwarteng and Listras. So they don't think they needed to pass it, pass their ideas past anyone. Yeah, they felt untouchable. And they're both quite seem to be quite sort of smug people. If you look at the the insane way that they deliver speeches, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you think then there'll be like a kind of usual suspects moment where like trust walks away after having been kicked out of being prime minister and slowly sort of stops rambling about pork and this cheese market's a disgrace, and suddenly it's just like. <laughs> This really sort of crisply spoken, really kind of like, have you, she's lost all the alertness in her eyes. She's got, she's very much like a shell of a person now. And fair enough, if you shit the bed that dramatically. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, gosh. He is a, what the hell is she going to do after he this? Because she can't even... <laughs> like, who's even going to have her... Who's even going to have her do after dinner speeches? <laughs> Who the fuck is going to uh, ask her to do it? She can't, she can't speak and she has no good stories. And she's just embarrassing. To be fair... You know what I mean? To be fair, I would, I would definitely charge £90 a head or whatever at some massive uh, uh, ballroom, you know, turned into a dining room, just to hear the story of how she fucked it all up and what it was like. Yeah, I guess that'd be quite fun, and especially yeah. if it's at like the, um, the Wiltshire Cheese Awards. That'd be fun. Yeah, they get they get the cheese lady to almost like a meme, like for the banter. They they get the cheese lady to come do a speech at the Cheese Awards. Yeah, 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 uh, the, yeah. Exactly, the Cheese Awards, or like there's some kind of pig judging contest, and then. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if like. Uh. I mean, who's she benefit? She's crashed everybody's pensions, so I guess she's benefited, you know, people who repossess houses and old folks' homes. Yeah. So they might well, love her. Well, maybe, maybe she'd become an, an unlikely hero of the first-time buyer if she, if she crashes house prices. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's doing, like, freshers weeks and stuff. Everyone's like, woo! Just <laughs> delighted with her. <laughs> Because she basically just went and destroyed the wealth of anyone over 65. Oh, man, oh, man. Here's a question, because you and I were hanging out when we saw that Kwasi Kwarteng had to leave an IMF meeting in America, like, early. He was being told off, and he had to leave his own telling off early to get fired. Um, And everyone was, like, tracking tracking his flight. Um, So... Like you've been called to the principal's office. Yeah, exactly. The international principal's office. The international, the uh, the IPO. <laughs> <laughs> That's what an IPO is. It's the international principal's office, and then you get international detention at the Hague. But then, I mean, yesterday Liz Truss looked like she'd been called to the principal's office. Did you see Penny Mordaunt had to had to take? Kirstama's emergency questions at the House of Commons. Yes, 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 yes. Splash's and own she Penny said, Mordaunt uh, had to had to step up and splash. She did the diving show, the reality show Splash, didn't she? No. Yeah, yeah. Did she? Yeah, she's. Was that the one where celebrities have to go di- do, like go diving? Yeah, and sort of Tom Daly or someone sort of goes, "Oh, good dive, but do more <gasps> somersaults next time." Or well, I don't know. I don't really know how diving. No works. way. Here she is. Yeah, yeah. Oh my lord! What? Yeah. <gasps> why why would you do this very strange I think it was after Nadine Dorries broke the law to go beyond I'm a celebrity that's crackers what a dumb idea why would you do this very dumb very strange oh my god here she is in like a one piece like about to uh, dive off a diving board yeah. with wet hair and then next to photo, like official parliament photos of her looking serious <laughs> yeah. in a suit. Yeah, it's very circus. She was good though. She's, I mean, when she, you know, listening to her speak instead of Liz Truss, like, oh, wow, okay. This, oh yeah, I forgot this is how politicians are meant to speak. And she's quite quick and she's quite witty. Yeah, and she's, um, she's more socially liberal than the conservatives because I believe her brother is gay and then that was like some issue early on or she had to retract something. I don't know. Anyway, she's not like full on Reese Mogg evil. Is the point? In at least not no. in her background. And I was thinking, if she, if she, if she becomes PM, it's, it'll, it'll make things a little harder for for Labour. It'll be a problem. Yeah, um, it'll be a problem. Yeah. Um, 
But okay, so here's my question, Phil. You're on a you're on a transatlantic flight, which is what eight hours. To New York, yeah, it's about eight hours. Yeah. Okay, so let's say eight hour flight. You're fl- you're you're flying home from a telling off to an even bigger telling off. <laughs> okay. Yeah, who's telling him off in New York? IMF. Oh. The IMF are talking to oh, him like he's fucking he Zimbabwe's foreign minister or something. Jesus. Yeah, very embarrassing. Um, yeah. So, here's the deal, Phil. You're on a flight, eight hours. You're flying from a one telling off to a much, much worse telling off. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do on the flight? <laughs> Pray that there isn't on um, in-flight Wi-Fi. Pray that, there's, that you can't connect. That's what I'd want. Um, <laughs> but you know that there are people like with Kwasi Kwarteng tracking your flight, tracking your telling off. Um, I'd probably read a book. <laughs> what what book could you possibly focus on in these terrible circumstances? The subtle art of not giving a fuck. Because <laughs> I suppose you'd need to. <laughs> it would have to be one of those... Um, airport books where there's an asterisk stout fuck in it <laughs> you know yeah 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 <laughs> maybe that's his retirement gig is writing a, i mean he's a, already a published writer yeah maybe that's his gig is he writes a book where it's like um it, it, the what would the angle be the angle would be i tried to do proper reaganomics and look who stopped me like that would be the angle mm it only didn't work because you didn't do what I said. You all just panicked. That would, that's how I would sell it. I wonder if you would bring up the... You know what You know what would be a good Greek myth, myth to bring up? Would be... Urgh, I can never remember the name of the person. Um, it's, she's a goddess in disguise as a, a maid or a nanny in this rich person's house. And... And when the and she really comes to love the baby son that she's been tasked to look after. Yeah. And when the parents are away one day, she places the baby in a magic fire that she's built to make the baby immortal. Um, but as she, in the middle of the process, the mother bursts in and goes, what the hell are you doing? And grabs the baby and pulls the baby out of the fire. And the, the god in disguise as a maid is like, you fool, he would have been immortal. He would have been a god amongst men and you've cost him that. And then she punishes the, the mother. And the story of the myth is if a maid is put your baby in a fire, just see what happens, I guess. But I reckon... Yeah, that's. The, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's an unreasonable mo- lesson. <laughs> it's, it's a completely useless and unreasonable story. <laughs> it really is. But And I think I've remembered it because even as a kid, I was like, that's unreasonable. That's really unreasonable. <laughs> Um, like the kid's going to be like, oh, mom, look what you've done. I could have been in a fire. <laughs> but I reckon Quasi Cotton can bring up that, that myth. It goes, he, he placed the British economy in a fire that would have made it stronger. But the markets burst in and said, what are you doing? And it cost, it cost Britain immortality and, and strength. <laughs> That's what I would That's do good. him. That's good. Because great myths are in right myth. now. Greek myths are in right now. That's true. There's a lot of sort of what what Troy can teach us about um, about pensions or whatever. <laughs> Greek myth, baby fire. I need to know who. That's literally what I'm typing in. 
Oh. Demeter. 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 Demeter, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, so, it, okay, it wasn't the mother. It was the a maid who was looking after the child. Every night, Demeter burned a child over the fire, stripping him of his mortal flesh to make him immortal. Ah. Uh, yeah. It's good stuff. Okay, so they, they sort of toughened him up with, with fire. Yeah. I mean, what's the most generous reading of that myth? What is what is a real useful life lesson you can take from that? That no pain, no gain. I guess essentially that's what the, that's what it is, right? I guess um, if you see someone putting a baby in a fire, just vibe it out. <laughs> yeah, you might not have the whole story. Just yeah, just stop and go. But what is the reason for the baby in the fire? Maybe there's a reason. Maybe maybe it's like a meta lesson, which is that um, very powerful beings have absolutely no empathy for how fucking insane they seem. Yeah, that's good. That's good. The gods are unreasonable. That seems to be the macro lesson of every one of these myths. Maybe the lesson is that intention is not always more important than execution. Maybe ah. it, it is that t- intention is not enough on its own. Hmm. Maybe that's it. Yes, that's good. The The lesson is always get the parent's pos- permission. Always get a signed permission slip before you put a child in a fire. Yeah. <laughs> this is just the Greek version of... Um, Make sure to get the consent of the bill payer in your home before you enter this contest. <laughs> uh, we should we should read some correspondence. We should correspond. We should we should dip the correspondence in fire and see if that makes it even stronger. Read them out on the podcast, thus making them immortal. Hmm? Yes, that's Not true. Bad. And Not we, bad. do you think podcasts? will be uh, of interest to future archaeologists? Absolutely. I reckon they will use BudPod to piece together the history of the 21st century more than books or newspapers. Yeah, I think you're right. And also our kind of, our kind of semi-thorough summary of current affairs will be sort of good for social <laughs> history. Yes, exactly. Semi-thorough is, I think, a very apt description of... Of at least my research process. <laughs> of what we're up to. Yeah. yeah. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. 
And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ring, Let's see. I'm trying to remember the last one I read. What was the last one I read? Uh, Kim. Kim gets in touch. Kim, reading your correspondence on a whim. Mm. So Kim says, hello, buddies. Hello. Uh Kim says, while listening to Phil on the How to Fail podcast, I googled him to follow up some interesting tidbit he'd thrown out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do listen to that with uh, Elizabeth Day. Excellent podcast. Mm. How to Fail. How do I fail, Phil? Um, I I wasn't very good. Much help, actually, Pierre, because I've never failed. So I had... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's kidding. I'm kidding. I had th- three failures to, to lay out, and we spoke about them all in excruciating detail. To do this, oof, oof. I imagine uh, it'll be the podcast for Liz Truss and Quasi Quarting. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, they'll be the first guests to require a, a full series just to themselves. <laughs> um, I stumbled. Uh, so, in, so, Kim's trying to Google some tidbit about you, Phil. Mm. And she stumbled across a mad bio of Phil on a website that surely must have been written by a robot. It's like a mad algorithmic experiment in journalism. Okay. This is what will happen to everything if we don't donate to Wikipedia. Interesting. Like an AI... Because there, there are... I think there's a website that, that makes sort of these weird AI bios of celebs, quote-unquote. Yes, it, well, the, one of them's done. It's been done to you, Phil, and I've got it here. Do you want to hear some information of about you? Okay. Um, it's the website is Hollywood's Magazine. Okay, <laughs> that sounds so fake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the deal: when when a letter that doesn't need to be capitalized is capitalized, I will pronounce it in a more formal way. Okay. So. Very few people knows about comedian celebrity Phil Wang. Oh, come on. That's not, not very few. <laughs> come on, what? I, how can I be on the Hollywood's... Hollywood's.com, what's it called? Hollywood's Magazine. How, how can I be in Holly, the Hollywood's Magazine? <laughs> and not many people know about me. Surely if I'm in the Hollywood's yeah. Magazine, then I am famous Hollywood's man. I can't believe you're getting nagged by a robot. I can't believe this. I'm getting owned by AI. I knew it would happen, but not like this. Yeah. Yeah. Very few people knows about comedian celebrity Phil Wang. Come on. That's the headline. How can I be a celebrity uh, then? F- what well, this is it. So it says, Phil Wang is of London heritage. Mm, so not strictly true. No. Well, not true But he's also of Malaysian descent. That's pretty accurate. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Comedian stand-up who is best known as a member of the British comedy sketch show Daphne. Right. I am You're a comedian a, stand-up. I'm a comedian stand-up. Um, according to Phil Wang Wiki, which is 
Let's go look at that then. Um, <laughs> according to Phil Wang Wiki, he received both the 2010 Total Student Comedian of the Year Award and the 2011 Funniest Student Award by Comedy Central. Correct. I was an incredibly funny student. Of all the students, you were the funniest. I was the funniest student in the country two years running. And the amazing People. thing was, if you knew me at the time, that would have been a shock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's because you saved it all for the stage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was the funniest student in the UK for two years. Pia, I forget that sometimes. Yeah, you could go to any yeah. university in the UK, and you could not—you would not be able to find a single student, not even you funnier than me, scout. but as funny as me. You as could, you could you scout the campuses. You, yep, to your heart's content, day and night. Yeah, you wouldn't find anyone. This is it. And it says, uh, next thing, he is not a billionaire. <laughs> oh, Another lie. <laughs> it says, he is not a billionaire, but Phil Wang net worth is not less than one million. Phil Wang net worth is not less than one million. Yeah, so they're, going, they're, they're playing a little game there where they're going, well, he's not a billionaire, but he, he can't not be a millionaire. That's mm. their guess. I For once, um, I find myself wishing... What was in the Hollywoods magazine was true. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of this is actually... Has, a, a lot of this might have been improved since Kim sent us the email. I think it's been copy and pasted from... Uh, right. Yes, it's been copy and pasted from, from uh, st- stuff that is actually good. Okay. Um, in places like the Rob Bryden show, comedy up late and have a good news for you and about tonight. He ha also appeared. <laughs> those, I mean, aside from have I got news for you, those are some pretty obscure credits. The couple of Phil those, those are like, the- what? Oh yeah, I guess. Oh yeah. <laughs> Phil is one of the famous and trendy face that is popular in other parts of the world. That's true. That's very correct. And that's the kind of quality reporting that I've come to expect from Hollywood's magazine. Yeah. Well, you've always been one of the famous and trendy face, in my opinion. Thank you. <laughs> and Thank as it you. says, uh, it's popular in other parts of the world, as well as being a comedian not in the UK. That's right. Sure. Sometimes I am not in the UK, which makes me a comedian not in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> so they've nicked some more quotes for you from other stuff. Um <laughs> So here's a funny thing. Phil Wang, there's subtitles throughout the, like like little undertitles throughout the article, whatever you call them, subs. Perfect career at age 30. There you go. Perfect career at age 30? Yeah, Phil Wang journey. Are these related articles? No, no, these are like, you know, like bigger titles spread throughout the text. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. Yes, 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 yes. Phil Wang journey, 2017 to 2020. What an utterly bizarre website and article. It's really odd. And there's lots of incredibly strange little adverts and I wonder things. if it's and like an AI sort of experiment. Well, it's just to harvest um, ad, ad revenue views by just kind of like you create a bot that kind of kidnaps bits of text from other websites. Uh, by the way, have you seen this new like AI kind of Photoshop essentially? Yes, yes. You just rub out what you want to replace and you type in a description of what to replace it with. <clears throat> like you, you rub out a butterfly and you and then you replace it with 
bee eating some pollen and then the AI will just replace it with a bee eating some pollen in the same style as as a butterfly that was there and it will it will just look that, like it. it's mad ugh, that's insane it's fucking crackers that is insane um well phil here th- this is the most um important thing here how much is he earning and what is the phil wang net worth <laughs> the phil wang net worth yeah so that's the subheading that's the f- word i was looking for subheading so it opens with Wang is not like other Asian tech hunts. <laughs> Asian tech hunts. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yes. <laughs> it's, I'm not well, it's sure true. I'm not like them at, at all. <laughs> no. Wang is not. It goes on. Wang is not like other Asian tech hunts who earns a lot of money and keep on earning more and more like Gold Digger. <laughs> Well, gold, isn't the whole thing that gold diggers don't earn their money? Yeah. <laughs> this is unfair to gold diggers and Asian I tech it, hunts. I, I, maybe they mean a literal gold digger. Someone who digs yeah, for that, gold. They do keep earning a lot of money if they <laughs> find it on the floor. <laughs> Wang is not like other Asian tech hunts who earns a lot of money and keep on earning more and more like gold digger. <laughs> not like that. He brought up himself as a famous face in stand-up comedy, as we already read from Phil Wang Wiki. That's true. I did bring up myself. Yeah, he brought up himself. And it does say, as we already read from Phil Wang Wiki. Something which I regularly do at dinner parties, bring up myself. (laughs) (laughs) You like to tap on the glass with a knife, don't you? Ding, ding, ding. And say, I'm not like other Asian tech hunts. If I can just bring Learns up my, myself for a little while here, I'm not like other Asian tech hunts, you may have noticed. Not the, not the ones who earns lots of money over more and more like Gold Digger. <laughs> All around the dinner table, people are shaking their heads quietly like, yeah, he's right, yeah, it's not like that. <laughs> he was famous in UK for the first few months, but the popularity increases. He went on <laughs> rise and signed different shows. <laughs> The first few months of when? Which first few months? <laughs> of life. <laughs> he was famous in UK for the first few months, but the popularity increases. <laughs> he went on rise and signed different shows. But the popularity increases. This is so funny. <laughs> Phil Wang net worth is not on millions, but somehow maintains the double digit. <laughs> I make... Ah, that's true. I make tens of pounds. <laughs> yes. So the full sentence is, Phil Wang net worth is not on millions, but somehow maintains the double digit from his successful career at UK. <laughs> that's where you work. I work at UK. I work at the UK. Um, we can say, as per today, right? Oh, yeah. Big reveal. We can say, as per today, he has maintained a luxury house, <gasps> branded vehicles, <laughs> Toyota's a brand, and also walked to several tours. <laughs> no, it doesn't say that. <laughs> yeah, it does. I've walked to several tours, as in my own tours. I've walked my tours of the UK. Yeah, like some sort of Eddie Izzard stunt. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't I I like my branded cars, but I don't drive them. I walk to my tours. 
I just like yeah, to look yeah. at the branded cars. What is a branded car? All cars have a brand. And then no one's buying a blank, a plain car, please. Well, you know, sometimes you go to the go to Tesco's and you just get the own own brand car that doesn't have Oh, any... Tesco Value Car? Yeah. Yeah. Sainsbury's Basics Car. That's true. Um, we can say, as per today, he has maintained a luxury house, branded vehicles, and also walked to several tours. <laughs> Wang must earned at least two million dollars, as we can see on his Instagram post. I thought it was double digits. And what Instagram post? I don't post. I have no post saying I've earned at least two million dollars. What an insane thing to post! Please please post that. That would be such a weird, funny thing to post. Just a video of you saying I've earned at least two million dollars, and that's the whole video. That would be the most honest Instagram post in the world. Um, I like how now they're trying to talk about like um, talk about you in a kind of like uh, either way we love him you know that kind of tone yeah yeah so the, the end of this is there so it goes whatever the Phil Wang net worth is he till loves to play video games <laughs> hey that's kind of correct I do till yeah. I do till like video games and then it says he finds some better thing to do on his ideal time sometimes and, you know, they talk about your material. Phil never focused on stupid issues which could distract anyone's mind into anger. <laughs> <laughs> he never did that. I like that. That is such a, a nice... That's actually quite a nice description of offense. What is offense? It's to, it's to distract someone's mind into anger. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? I quite like that. So... Yeah, Phil never focused on stupid issues which could distract anyone's mind into anger. He just keep on going what is better for his career. <laughs> uh, no stupid and issues that's, at my That's turn. basically that's basically the end of the article and it's that's just amazing. Then I if if you scroll down it's just a doctor from London shared how to remove a hanging belly. <laughs> Pour salt down your drain at night. Here's why. <laughs> These two vegetables will kill your belly and arm fat overnight. <laughs> These adverts love the word belly. You sound like dangerous vegetables. <laughs> In one night? Also, Killing. the implication there is if you're a fan of Phil Wang, you've got some belly fat to shed. And arm. And arm. And arm fat, and your your drains are fucked. Yeah, they're full of not salt, which is the last thing you want, according to this ad. It's full of tasteless pipe monk muck. There's yeah, nothing tasty in that water at all. Add some <laughs> flavor to it. Add some molden. <laughs> tasteless pipe muck is very funny. Um, he doesn't I- speak about tasteless pipe muck on the stage. <laughs> Phil, Phil Wang has several walking tours, and his net worth is on the million. Um, <laughs> that was very good. That's I like that a lot. What's, I, what's the name of the podboat to send that in? Kim. Kim. Well, that's right. Thanks, Kim. A win from Kim. Really appreciate that. A win that. from Kim. Um, thank you very much, Kim. And uh, if you if you if you want to know how to eat vegetables that destroy hanging belly. Just come see me at the Soho Theatre in January. 
<laughs> yes, do go see Pierre at the Solo Theatre in January. It's such a stupendous show. I love it, love it, love it. I'll probably see you there. Nice. He, do- nice. Pierre, he doesn't talk about any stupid issues at all throughout the show. No. And not once no. did I feel distracted into anger. Not once. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. Um, um, but uh, we'll see you next week. Or if you're a patron, we'll see you again this Friday because the bonus pod now comes out on the Friday to really spread out the mirth. Mm. Mm-hmm. See you on that. See you when you're having that hashtag Friday feeling or whatever it is. Yes. Yes. And best of luck to everyone. I hope everyone increases their net worth this week into the double Good digits. Good luck with your net worth. Yeah. Yes. Onto the double digits, everyone, with a net worth. Good luck. Good luck. Bye. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.